testing, 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 testing. I, I think that's perfect, actually. Nice. All right, cool. <laughs> Wait, are you just going to let it go? Yeah, sure. I mean, if it's good, right? Welcome to the Van Vincent <laughs> podcast, uh, where we test our microphones. Um, I, I didn't know if the levels was right because Noah's fat ass was sitting here last episode. Um, I could say that because that dude's buff as hell. Um, he, he's looking good, though, huh? Noah's looking good. You could tell. Oh, us. yeah. How, how's your uh, gym experience going? You're back in there, right? Have you been uh, keeping up with it? I have. Um, I've really enjoyed it. I love being in there. Um, but I feel like I could be eating more. That's kind of been like my big... It's always been my biggest struggle with the gym, Dude, even Nathan, when I was. That's yeah. so bad of you. How dare you not eat more food? I know, I know. That's terrible. I know, man. It's so hard to eat. I hate you. Yeah, I've been eating good the past couple of days because I just had like the birthday celebration. So I had like sushi oh, yeah, and yeah. steak. I feel like pampered, you know, like uh, with food. Um, but I definitely have no problem eating a lot of food too. Uh, yeah, so... Yeah, especially also because right now um, with the food thing is that me and Emily are kicking vaping again. We got a little into vaping, you know, towards the tail end of college. Um, and then we, we knew that we both were going to quit at the end. So now it's been like two weeks. But when you get that uh, drop off in nicotine, it fucking sucks because it literally is like this time, though, is better than the last time. But the last time it literally was like I was perpetually hungry. I would eat all day go to bed hungry, wake up hungry because of how much nicotine levels like I dropped. Uh, and so I was having to like supplement that with gum to get off of it, um, which fucking sucked. And this time it's like probably like 50% of what it was that first time. So I was like, thank fucking God. Like I only, I barely even have to chew the gum. Like I chew the gum, like one stick of gum every other day, uh, which last time it was like five, six gums a day, just so I could not feel hungry. Like it was crazy. Um, but, but I think that with that, uh, less feeling of hungry uh, i have not been eating as much of the gum which has led to me eating more still than i was so i definitely need to i definitely need to work on that but at least i quit vaping again congratulations i don't know man. why i keep dude vaping is a weird thing where when you stop for like a long period of time it's like you could do it casually you know what i mean it's like it's like and i kind of learned my lesson this time where yeah, it's like yeah uh, no more. I did that rope in that everyone does that, you know, where you, you like start with like, uh, oh, you know, I could, I could do it socially. I could hit it at a party and then you say, oh, I could do it. I could just buy one. I'll just have it on like, in my, for golf. I'll keep it in my bag for golf. You know, I'll go, okay. In the car is fine. As long as I don't bring it into the house is fine. That's literally, this is what I was telling myself. Oh, you know, I, I, on the weekends, I could bring it into the house. I th like verbatim. That's the, that's the progression that me and Emily went through. Um, yeah, but then, but the good thing is that we're really good at quitting now. Like, I feel like like I'm a pro at quitting vaping. I'm like, you know, I got I get the gum ready. I've done it like three times now, so. But this time's for good. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always told myself that once I'm done with college, it's done. So um, yeah, that kind of was my cutoff. Uh, the other times were just like personal reasons. Uh, mainly Emily. I kind of was always like cool with vaping in college and just being like, oh, I'm doing more in college. Let's just like not think about it. Um, and then Emily, like the reason I quit the last two times were like Emily got kind of like upset that we were vaping so much and she just wanted to stop. And so I was like, okay, let's just stop. And then, you know, and then we get casual about it again. And, but yeah, but now it's uh, you know, we're out of college. So I, I'm hoping this is done. I could sound like an idiot in a couple years time. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's been two weeks and honestly, this has been like the easiest out of the three times I've quit vaping. This has been the absolute easiest. Like 
Uh, it's, it's even been my birthday. I've been like golfing and like everyone's vaping. It was my birthday. Everyone's vaping, you know. Um, and it's been, uh, yeah, I just am not. It, it does. You get that craving every once in a while. But uh, yeah, it hasn't been too bad. So yeah. Congratulations, man. Yeah. Congrats for the third time. Right. We'll see, I guess. Yeah. Um, so how are, you, how are you feeling too, by the way, about um, you mentioned Cam and Faith's wedding are you excited for that yeah i'm actually gonna get breakfast with cam tomorrow um so that's gonna be cool uh yeah i'm i'm excited for it i'm also weirded out i'm very nervous because his whole family's gonna be there and his whole family's very very intense um and i'm hoping i can just blend in with the crowd kind of and keep it a little bit more casual uh but you know super excited for them um I, and yeah, but it, it's going to be very intense. I know that. So is, um, um Emily going to, yeah, yeah. Me cool. and Emily. So yeah. she's the plus one. So yeah, it's going to be a trip. Uh, yeah, but you know, I decided I just got those new suits and so it's gonna be nice to be able to wear the suits to the wedding. Um, and so, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, but right now, um, I'm, I'm recently, I've really been thinking about just applying to jobs. I've just been like, boom, boom, boom. So I've just been like on my mind, like, 24 seven. I don't know, but the suits is how I got to the jobs. Not that's, it's not really related to the wedding at all, but, um, yeah, but now I have the suits for the job interviews. That's kind of nice. Nice. Yeah. That was random, but yeah. 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 yeah, That's cool. What have you been up to? Um, now that you have your whole summer, any, any hobbies you're picking up again, you running it all, you gym, mostly gym. Yeah. Reading, reading. Yeah. Oh, right. We went over this and you're not using the Kindle. Not using the Kindle, sorry. Yeah, fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> what are you reading right now? Um, Screw Tape Letters by C.S. Lewis. That sounds um, boring as shit. Yeah. No, it's sorry. actually it's actually um it's right there actually it's um kind of like a, a book about temptation. It's written from the perspective of a demon, which is very interesting. So, it's an elder demon writing to a younger demon about how um to tempt a human. How do you like? It's almost like in the book, every demon is assigned a human whose soul they're trying to bring to hell. And it's not like creepy or anything, but they, it's actually very thought provoking. It's like a journal. It's like a diary. Uh, It's it's letters. It's a collection of letters. So the older um, demon, uh, every chapter is, every chapter is a letter. So he'll write to the younger demon like, hey, like this is, I noticed, um, you know, your human has started praying a lot um so we want to you're good so what you want to do is you want to in, influence his mind put a thought in his mind that um praying is about how he feels like the emotion of it so that way when he feels good about praying he thinks he's doing it right or when he feels so that or if he feels um you know bored when he's praying or there's no emotion then he thinks he's doing it wrong and you're just gonna want to keep keep a you know, pushing him there. And, um, that's exactly where you want him to be. So it's like very thought provoking. Cause you're like, wait, like I thought I, <laughs> I do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of interesting. The demons you know? in the book, are they like biblical demons or are they more like, could they be like interpreted as like intrusive thoughts or like, uh, your own demons in your life or what's um, like, what do you think of the interpretation is? Well, they actually go into that. which is so interesting. They're like, Oh yeah. So you're going to want him to like, kind of like not believe in us. You know, like you're going to want him to, you're going to want to put a thought in his head that's like, um, you know, like, oh, like the devil's not real. Like show him like a picture of like the red cartoon devil and to be like, you really believe this thing's real? Like it's not real. And that way, like, you know, and so they kind of like, 
it's weird weird you don't really get the answer in the book because they kind of it's up to interpretation it's up for interpretation yeah, yeah because they they themselves are even kind of like weird about what how was they the book um, called again screw tape letters that sounds so it's sick. a very classic c.s lewis c.s lewis it's a very classic um spiritual it's one of the it's i think the last book he wrote before he died oh wow so and um, c.s lewis wrote the lion the witch and the wardrobe mm-hmm. right yeah he wrote a lot of very like uh philosophical thought-provoking christian books too um oh right the line the witch in the wardrobe that was, was his christian. one that was his one children's book that he wrote so he wrote yeah the children's series narnia but he wrote the rest of his books were um for adults and they were pretty philosophical so he wrote a book called mere christianity which is um a very popular christian book meant for like adults and stuff so yeah i don't know that's kind of been like one thing i've been doing um but, it sounds like a super cool book. That reminds me too yeah. of like the the whole letter format of a book is uh, when I read The Martian. You know that one is like yeah. the whole middle section of the book is just like his like uh, logs from Mars. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember it was like uh, you'd be reading and it would be like a hundred pages of logs, and then you'd get like so excited when you turn the page and it'd be like a normal ass fucking book again. You know, I don't know if that one cuts in and out at all of uh, the this letters format oh it's all letters it's just all i think letters. it's 30 i like counted it was 31 letters and i'm on like letter 10 right now but it's very quick like i feel like i could knock this book out in like one night dude if you're I such a to. good reader though you're a way better reader than me you and noah both you guys have that like because i remember at, even at like vineyard and shit when like i know that you weren't at vineyard but at least noah and i knew that you were similar to noah like man that guy would just read 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 and uh I don't have that. I'm such a slow reader, I feel like. Well, that's why you audiobook, right? Yeah. 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 I don't know why. I, I'm just, For reading, yeah, it's. Uh, I need to get better at that. Speaking of an audio, uh, audiobook recommendation, um, have you heard of the Witch Trials of J.K. Rowling? Uh, no, I it's haven't. It's an audio documentary, um, and since you love Harry Potter, I think you'd find it very interesting. I'm only on episode three, but it's... Um, great man i don't i've never even read harry potter like, it's about harry potter it's about uh jk rowling how have you not read harry potter excuse me wait i know what the fuck? i know i don't know how i haven't read harry potter Bro, I, I actually i actually started it when i was my mom gave me a harry potter book when i was like in fourth grade and i thought it was the most boring thing ever like the first i know it sounds crazy it's i blasphemous. suck at reading but harry potter i, I can know. read in like two days don't get me wrong i like look i i think i think i'm the weird one like i don't think Everyone else loves Harry Potter. I'm sure I'm the weirdo. Maybe she gave it to me when I was too young. Like, I think it's maybe even sec- been second grade when That's she gave it to me. way too young, bro. What the fuck? That's way too yeah, young. Yeah, it was like second grade, I think, when but she gave me. you were a super genius, so. <laughs> Thanks. But I actually, like, yeah, like, didn't uh, find it interesting at the time. Like, I went, I, like, forced myself through the first three, four chapters, and I was like, I don't know, like but noah loved it noah blazed through that i would Harry highly Potter recommend stuff. even though i know you're adult now and it's kind of like the book are for kids but like i would recommend reading that book because it's yeah. ri- all the books are so well and i think that that's one of like the best book series i've read of a uh, world building like the world of harry potter that's the most interesting part of the whole entire series in my opinion it's yeah. not even like the story itself it's the world building of harry yeah. potter that the whole universe that she built in harry potter is just genius it's just like it's just so interesting and engaging i, I the the childhood kind of journey kind of aspect of it too the twists the turns all the name convention it's like the theming of that whole entire universe is just spot on and i really would encourage you to read the books yeah um, but and i would encourage you to 
audio listen to the witch trials of jk rowling the witch trials of jk and what is it what is it about though it's about um it's kind of a commentary on like free speech and how basically like jk rowling was simultaneously in her life canceled by like both the right and the left so it was like there's a point in time when conservative christians were going after her oh yeah i remember that Um, i was at vineyard when that was happening and then there was a whole another time where she made comments about transgender people and basically the whole left went after her and so it's kind of people like people were saying not to play hogwarts legacy because she was against trans exactly people. i was like oh my yeah oh my so gosh so they interview her and they make a commentary about how i mean i'm not even done with the series so i think there's eight episodes i'm on episode three um but i found it so interesting like even as a non-harry potter reader i can't imagine how interesting it is for you as a harry potter fan yeah. well from jk rowling the thing is is that jk rowling i she i don't really want to say this. she's kind of like that was her one hit you know what i mean it was a yeah, harry potter yeah. series she tried making other shit and failed miserably and i kind of think that she's an attention seeker that's my that's because from her tweets that she's put out like she put out that like dumbledore's gay randomly <laughs> in a tweet um and like it's actually canon now like it's like was in hinted at and like the um which actually kind of makes sense actually too it kind of is dope how it, it links actually afterwards but she de- it definitely was an attention seeking thing and she's had a lot of attention seeking yeah. moments so i'm not sure how big of a jk rowling fan i am as yeah. more as like the ip of harry potter but i'll definitely yeah. give it a listen because it's, it's, a, it's about topic. harry potter though like yeah. it's about her but specifically like harry potter so it's um I don't know. I feel like you would. I just kind of want to hear your take because you and I think Brittany are the two like huge Harry Potter like people that I like. At least I know. I'm sure I know you guys aren't like the Harry Potter adults who like go crazy. And stuff. I'm a huge Harry Potter. I would consider myself oh, yeah. a huge Harry Potter. Fan. Well, then I think you would. Yeah. I think you'd have a lot to say about it. So I almost want to hear a perspective on it from a Harry Potter fan because they make so many references to Harry Potter. They talk about the themes of the book. They interview fans. It's great, and it's very yeah. neutral. That's what I love about the the show, or I guess the documentary, is it's very neutral. I don't ever feel like it's like pushing a kind of agenda on her. It's just saying like, oh, this is what just kind of reporting on her. Yeah. It's like the witch trials because it's saying like people went after her, and I don't know. I I'm I mean, I'm not even like toward the end of it, so I'm Bro, not really she sure. She's so yeah. fucking rich. She's so fucking rich, dude. She played it right. Like I don't remember like the whole. Um, intricacies of the harry potter franchise but i think that she i think i'm not 100 percent sure on this she did the similar brilliant move to george lucas where she kept all like the merchandising rights and like kept a lot of the rights of harry potter where like they even need they need her permission for anything they do with harry potter do you know what i mean like she is still she's still getting yeah. that motherfucking cut you know which is so opposite from rick reardon who sold all the merch all the media rights to percy jackson like big L. based on his um deal like so to publish percy jackson he had to relinquish all that stuff big which is plus. why those movies suck but the disney plus percy jackson faith. series you have faith. i have faith because they're um well he's he has a website where he talks about um like his commentary on this stuff and he's like oh yeah they're like totally including me in the process it's great i'm so excited which he said he did not say the stuff about the movies. The movies, he was like totally like crapping all over them. Yeah, you're a huge fan of his, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Lightning Thief, that was like, I love those books. I read like all the Lightning Thief books. I read all the like the Roman books he did, all the Egyptian God books yeah, he did. Yeah, I read a lot of his books. Yeah. I know there's a ton though, but I don't know. He's made more since I've like grown up, but 
Yeah, like I'm so excited. I will totally watch a Disney Plus uh, Percy Jackson. I, I will as well. That yeah. was one of my favorite book series too. Uh, I think that, dude. I think Percy Jackson, the series, and Harry Potter is a very similar, like, vibe of, like, that world building, you know? And I would even argue that Harry Potter does it a lot better because Percy Jackson kind of is, like, there's a lot of world building in the camp, you know? But, like, outside the camp, I feel like the world building is kind of like, eh, it's kind of just, like, normal. But, like, Harry Potter, it's, like, a different world, and it's, like, you feel it throughout every page of that book, and every breath of outside the school outside everything it's just like this whole world that's why like the video game right now is like i love it because you just get to be in this world that i i love um and they, they just dude they've just been knocking it out of the park too like big props to the harry potter team because i mean the fantastic beast the big l there <laughs> but like the theme park of harry potter you know what i mean that was a huge dub i was gonna ask you about that so have you been yeah to- yeah universal okay. that was yeah. like dude that's amazing they, that's a huge dub that was better than um i think that's way better than disney did star wars land star wars land looks like trash compared to harry potter land i'll tell you tell you what it also is a little bit easier because harry potter's like got like the um the castle like hogwarts and uh like you know like they're they're they're, the world building for harry potter was already so like a lot easier to implement than star wars i'd say but man they did it right they did it right um and Universal Studios, I feel like they do a lot of their stuff right because that Nintendo world is super cool too. They they know how to do it there. Oh, I haven't been there. Have you? I was there actually like even before it opened. I got like an early preview on Landon's birthday, I guess. Uh, we got So it was in January of this year. Um, we got in. I th- and But yeah, that's great. That place is, that's great. They do every single land. And the Despicable Me Street that they have too, bro. Like Universal Studios knows how to fucking do it. Like I think they're I, I, I thought that I've always held Disney in the highest regard for theme parks, but they're right there with them. Like, especially when it comes to theming, um, they don't have as much space, you know, or money. So it's definitely not. What about a ride comparison? Ride the ride. Yeah, no, the rides. No, no. Universe. Disney takes the crown. Yeah. I mean, the yeah, Disney's rides are where they shine, dude. Disney's rides are the best. And they're all very like uh, practical rides, you know, too practical effects um which i prefer and all of universal's rides like most of them are digital so it's just like yeah it's the cheap it's a cheap cop out basically it's actually not cheaper it's just a space saver oh and so the, the reason they do it is because they just don't have enough space to do all the moving parts yeah, they, yeah. like universal studios is like tiny you know it's yeah. like it's, it's it's like on like a hill have you been on rise of the resistance i have not no oh, i haven't man. been to disney since pre-covid oh man but i know that one is crazy that one's crazy. Yeah, maybe, Dude, we got to talk about that one when you go on it. Uh, well, I actually haven't, I haven't seen any spoilers. I know. That's either, why I'm so. not going to say anything, but um, we got to talk about it after you go. Yeah, that's next yeah. time I go to Disney, I'm running to that ride for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that, yeah, Disney definitely has the rides, man, just from the pure space. I, I don't think Universal has a chance for the rides, but when you're walking through Disneyland and then you're walking through Universal, the theming of Disneyland, I think is downhill in recent years compared to Universal. Universal, you're there, dude. Universal, you're there. Like the Harry Potter land and the Despicable Me land, like those two lands alone, you're there. And then, you know, you're in the Star Wars land and it's kind of like, it's cool, but it doesn't really, it feels Star Warsy, but it's like the Millennium Falcon, like scene is cool uh, that they have there, the replica. Um, But there's something about the Harry Potter land that's just on a different level there. And I love both of them equally, I'd say. Also, I guess it's a sequel trilogy. Maybe that has an influence too. 
Yeah, have you been to um, Disney World, by the way? No, no. Okay, I haven't either, but I was wondering, you know, if you had, I was going to ask how that compares to Universal. Yeah, I don't even know if I'll ever really go to, I don't really know if I'm like, I I would justify a whole trip to Florida just to go to Disney World, you know, I'm not like that into it. I I love Disneyland. Does Emily love Disney? She loves, yeah, she, I mean, like, I think, I think a normal amount, whatever, yeah. I think we like it a normal amount, like we're not like it's really expensive so we don't it is. we don't go like you know once every like five years we'll probably go and have a good time you know um or maybe every a couple of years or something yeah or, i thought one of her friends was an annual pass holder well yeah so one of our friends macy she works at disneyland and so we haven't been able to go with her yet um but we we definitely might be able to um but yeah she she works there and i'm not sure if any of our other friends have annual annual passes though the annual pass is kind of like lame now you know, ever since it was shut down from COVID, everything kind of got screwed up because now it's like uh, super expensive to to go. Yeah, I think it's like four sixty is the cheapest annual pass or something. Fuck like that. that, dude. Fuck that. Yeah, I mean, you know me, I I, I could go without Disneyland for a hot minute. So yeah, I don't. It it is my favorite theme park out of like any theme park because I'm not a big like roller coaster person you know um so disney like scratches all the right itches for me where um it's very easy roller coasters um i love how like the rides aren't really just rides they're like immersive experiences which is a big thing for me because i um i don't know i don't really go on rides for like the the thrill i go on them for like whoa like that's so cool we're entering this like world like I'm, i feel like i'm in like the haunted mansion or whatever you know so yeah yeah but i don't know i think the same way too yeah i mean i like roller coasters but there is something cool about it being super themed and and everything um yeah man i wish they did do the star wars world though with the with the like a better trilogy than the freaking sequels you know oh man like that yeah. sucks that they limited themselves to that where they can only have like ray and chewy and i guess what the, that's what the kids probably want but I agree. I I think Star Wars Land. My favorite part is that little like market where they have like the banners hanging from the top, and the Millennium Falcon. It looks really sick. But I feel like it was a they could have picked a better planet. I don't know which planet. I think they but... made their own planet. I think that they. Oh yeah, it was just like a Star Wars thing. I'm not sure though. I'm not sure. Yeah. Um. But yeah, like dude, the Harry Potter Land. You walk in there. You're instantly in Harry Potter world, and then you also have all these shops that are themed to Harry Potter world. It's like the freaking wand shop, the the the, the ch- shop that has the chocolate frogs and the jelly beans, and you could buy the shit, and it's literally like only available there, and it's like uh, got like all the stuff that's in the movies and all like the look and feel, and uh, you go into another one and it has like like freaking robes you could buy for class, and and then you walk all the way down to the castle, and then you can go through the castle. It is like the line for the ride. It's like you go through the castle and can like explore the castle in there uh, through the line. Um, so yeah, they did it perfectly. I think they really did it like perfectly. They just nailed it out of the park and JK Rowling had JK, dude, Disney had it. Did you know that Disney had Harry Potter IP from JK Rowling? And the reason why they didn't get it is because JK Rowling for Florida's version, not the one here said that she had to have a train take the people from, um, Hogsmeade to, um, uh, what is it? Uh, I think it's Diagon Alley to Hogsmeade. Well, some some places. Basically, there's two locations. Yeah, is that like that in the book? Like, there's a train or whatever. Yes. Okay. And so she she said, I have to have the people ride a train to get from here to here. 
And yeah. and Disney said we're not doing that. And she went with Universal because of that reason. And that's probably Universal's biggest moneymaker now. Dude, Disney fucked up, bro. Disney fucked that's Disney's biggest fuck up of all time. Because it's actually now now it made Universal a competitor to Disney. Like it like Universal wasn't even in competition with Disney. Universal was an add-on day to a Disney trip. And now it's become the trip because of that. Yeah. So um, they they fucked up. So did you, did you go on the train? No, no, no. There's no train here. It's only in Florida. They don't, oh. have, they don't have enough space for a train here. You know. So, so if you ever went to Florida, you wouldn't go Disney World, but you would go to Universal. I don't know. Maybe I don't know. I don't. But I'm, I I probably wouldn't go to either. I'm, I'm oh, okay. okay. I'm okay, okay with here. But I, but I'm just saying that's the reason why. They, but yeah, there's like a train there that you go on and shit and. There's like two different parks and the Universal one there. Yeah, you know Florida, they the land's cheap, so they got the they got the space here. The land, you know, so you can't really do that. So, wow, yeah, I had no clue, man. Do you know Disney had it, bro? They fucked up. They fucked up, dude. I can't believe how big they fucked up. Like it's unbelievably how big they fucked up. You have all that money, Disney. Like, what you doing, man? They could have just built a fucking train, and they literally would have had like the best theme park of all time that they could have like made. Dude, yeah, Disney World with Hogwarts Land. That's insane. And Disneyland would have. Did Hogwarts. they make the movies? Disney? Did no, they like help? No. Okay, I, I wouldn't. It's I just the, don't know. It's just the land rights they had, or something, or. Well, the it theme? was just J.K. Rowling just gave a commitment to Disney, saying, "I will build a Harry Potter theme park with you guys." Oh, okay. And so then, she, yeah, okay. Yeah, and then I think that they were getting down to the nitty-gritty. And then Universal was like, whatever the fuck you want, J.K. <laughs> Rowling. You know what I mean? And it, it was the right call, 100%. Like That's crazy. Yeah. Dude, they're fucking up. You know what's a similar vibe to that? That's like super, like super, super random. But another company that's fucking up is... Uh, is Google. Google's absolutely fucking up, I think. When it comes to AI and Microsoft is winning, so I feel like a similar vibe to the Universal um Studios versus Disneyland thing. Google had it. Google they had, had it and they lost you, it. You you told me, yeah, there's like they had like some insane amount of engineers working on AI and somehow they got beat by open AI. And then Microsoft just yeah. bought them. I was just like, mine now. Thank you. Yeah. I wonder why Apple didn't try to buy them. I, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Apple's way behind though, for sure. Apple's they would have released it by now if they if they had anything good. So, yeah, they kind of fucked up there too. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know what what happened with all that. But yeah, wait. So, what is like your number one like series that you like? Because for me, it's like Star Wars and Harry Potter. That's oh, like my man. like worlds that I like to like go to. You know, dude, that's such a good question. Um, series, man. Like worlds, like you know what no, I mean? No, no, like, yeah, I get it. It's that's such a great question, but I'm like, oh man, I'm trying to think for you what it would yeah, be. Yeah, yeah, help, <laughs> help me think. I mean, the only thing I can think of similar to you is like the way that you follow like sports, almost like the NBA. I don't know. Like, well, I can tell you what it used to be over it, the years. I know Minecraft was a huge one for me. Okay. Oh man, dude, the people who got to go to Minecon, I was so jealous, bro. When Minecon first became a thing, you know what Minecon is right? Oh yeah, Minecon. You, you took land on. <laughs> Didn't you take land into Minecon? No, no, no. I know what Minecon, dude. I know what Minecon is because it's yeah. produced some of the best content of all time. Really, the, dude? The fucking you don't know what I'm talking about? The interviews? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Dude, the interviews. Crazy people. That's yeah. the best content ever, bro. Dude, when yeah. They, when they have, they always have the panel of people and then they take interviews from the crowd. Bro, I when that. I I remember my friend. So my you remember Teal Crocs, right? Yes. So. He's super rich. Like, I mean, he's an only child with like, his dad's like a insane, like 
super smart professor biochemist guy so they got a bunch of money so like i remember it was the first minecon like me and him like i've been playing minecraft since like the beta version like you know i've been on minecraft bro since like crazy so minecon comes out like and it's they have like inside minecon like worlds of like the grass and like the same blocks in Minecraft. i'm like bro what and he gets tickets somehow and he goes with his cousin and he's like showing me pictures and i'm like dude like i want to be so there. jealous i was so jealous it's like obviously on the east coast i think but dude like yeah and my mom also hates video games she all like yeah. throughout all my growing up she thought video games like ruins her brain so she was never supportive like ever anytime i want to do anything video game related i have to like beg her for a new video game yeah it was like so hard my mom like gotcha. no way she'd pay for me to go to minecon she's like no i'm gonna make your brain turn to more yeah. mush like but how, how do you relate like minecraft to like uh harry potter or like star wars you know what i mean like kind of like series like that like well i guess in terms of world right that's kind of what you're asking like i feel like i would always be like reading about the um because in minecraft they'd have updates and then they'd have um they'd let you like preview the updates i forgot what the word is that they use but they'd like have leaks too and they'd interview the devs and be like oh like here's what we're trying to implement and i remember like just being so excited when they'd be like 1.3 is coming out like t this friday and i'm like dude like they're introducing like you're like following dude it. hell you yeah following it, and it's following like my it's a world because i played that world like i was like in it so i remember the jungle update when they introduced the jungle biome i was so excited it's like i actually kind of vaguely remember that too yeah like, like and you have like stuff. ocelots now and yeah i remember when that came out i remember yeah, i like watched a video on how to tame the ocelots because i was yeah. like how the fuck do you tame this thing dude and it's like crazy like the temple update too with like the desert temples oh that was sick yeah yeah so i feel like minecraft was like a really big one for me I, obviously not anymore like now they uh they, they introduce so many cool things now in minecraft and i have no clue what they're doing like i don't even know what half the stuff they're announcing now and because i don't play but yeah that was a big one for sure and i think yeah i get what you're saying yeah. you're following like the ip too or like new releases for minecraft stuff comes out and yeah you're like excited about for, it for a time lego too i think lego was lego. like a big series because um well certain lego like sets so like ninjago i was so into ninjago dude like it'd be like all the lego sets i like really would like want. i always thought ninjago was lame really i know yeah. that's weird but they obviously they had a cartoon network and i'd watch all the episodes i like totally knew the storyline oh i didn't even know that there was a tv show oh yeah that's what made it big dude like yeah, that's what made know. ninjago big was tv show so it was on cartoon network and dude like i'd like watch that every friday it came out or whatever it was so I think that was like another one too, but that's all from like the past. And I feel like, I don't know, like currently sometimes, honestly, like this sounds kind of lame, I guess, but like in like the past few years, I feel like it's kind of been like my music has been like one, like it's I was like gonna say oh, sneakers. Well, the thing of sneakers is like, it's kind of like not really either. Cause I feel like, dude, it's like tip of the iceberg, bro, with where I'm at. Like, I know like, to the average person, it's like, oh, you're a sneakerhead, which I, I agree, I think, from the average person. But, dude, like, watch, like, Lil Yachty's video on Complex on sneakers, and tch, I cannot keep up I with it. I think I did watch it. Yeah, it's, like, two parts, first of all. It's, like, 30 minutes per part. And, oh, my gosh. Like, I, he's speaking another language. and I'm already sneakerhead, and he's speaking a different language. He's like, oh, this edition, this year, this brand you've never heard of. 
and then the guy who um hosts complex sneaker shopping his name is like joe something and that guy is so knowledgeable in sneakers it just shows like there's a world for sure for sneakers but i don't know the half of it bro like i don't know the hogwarts comparison but i'm like it's i don't know commitment. yeah i don't know what i am like it's like i know like the very very popular shoes and i think like that that from like 2017 on and that's about it i feel like i know some history with like i was like jordans like nikes i love nikes so like you know i love like the ones the threes the fours fives but like sneakers is a crazy world dude like you, you don't you don't have any like um like content that you follow though like any like uh oh i can't wait to like this movie and this series that i like it's released like lord of the rings or like the hobbit or i don't know like anything i like get that. that man like yeah lord of the rings is cool i mean i i don't I don't keep up. I'm actually not a fan of Lord <laughs> yeah. of the Rings, really. Like, Soap's but, dad yeah. is, like, super into Lord of the Rings, so he knows, like, all the lore. I think he even tried to learn, like, the, the elf, Elvish or whatever it's called. Oh, wow. Like, yeah, he's very committed. But, yeah, even, like, NBA, like, not really. Like, I'm pretty, I'm a pretty topical fan. Like, I can't tell you, like... The Nuggets who, won, right? Uh, They won the, not the series. They're up 3-1 right now, but... Um, oh, it's pretty much over. By the time this episode comes out they would have won the championship. It's pretty much over. It's 3-1, you know. It's they're not LeBron and uh and the Cavs. What is it Jovic? Jokic, yeah. He's Jokic. he's playing, he's balling out. Jamal Murray's balling out. But as I'm saying, it's like I'm a very topical fan. Like when I was playing fantasy sports basketball, like I knew everything, yeah. but I'm pretty topical. Like I don't really know like I can't tell you who like the best role players are in the league right now. Like it's like there's so much dude with like NBA even or like so I feel like even NBA, like I wouldn't say like I'm like a like series person. Like I don't know, man. I think it's like I'm really trying to like rack my brain because Minecraft. I definitely had that. Like, dude, like every update, I was like so locked in. Like CS:GO, Team Fortress Two, also Team Fortress Two. Like I was so into that. Like every update, I'd be like, I would literally watch. Dude, oh my gosh, this is kind of embarrassing. I don't think I've ever told anyone this. No one knows about it, but I don't think I've ever told anyone this. But there was a time period in my life where the number one YouTube channel I'd watch, it's called Valve News Network. They're still a thing. And it's hosted by this guy named Tyler McVicker. Um, and he would like read the source code, like the actual code, like and like do deep dives into like the devs at Valve because they're such a secretive company in terms of their updates. And he would just report on like, hey, like, here's this like potential team fortress 2 update coming or here's this potential like csgo update oh my god and i watch this guy's videos like religiously like i don't think i mean besides maybe like ryan higa i don't think there's a youtube channel i've ever watched like every video Wait, what was the like, purpose of like knowing about like the leaks for like the it's because it's like dude like this might be the newest update coming to team fortress is like this i remember like this update called the end of the line update that was like the super hyped community update this is back when I was so into TM TF2 and it was like such a downer. Like it, it was like, so, it was like not even half of what the devs promised, but that was like a series I totally kept up with. Like I knew all the lore. I watched every team fortress short. Like I played the game like insane amounts. CSGO also like I keep up with all the updates. I'm like, Oh, here's a balancing update. Like this gun's coming out and this gun's getting nerfed. And I was like, so like on top of it. So I guess video, like those three video games, Minecraft, Team Fortress 2 and CSGO, I was like 
I swear I gave like so much of my childhood to those games. Like I knew every update coming, every potential update, every scrapped update. I was like on that. Um, yeah. But like in terms of like, yeah, like Star Wars, I know those are weird answers, but like Star Wars or obviously I had those similar things with NF and Logic too. I'd be like watching all their interviews, even Blackpink a little bit. Like I kind of knew like <laughs> embarrassingly enough, like well, too much about what was going on with them. So but I think now, like, you do fandom, obsess over rare, I weird do. Things. It's weird, right? Very like, weird things, super, yeah. it's so weird. Like, Lord of the Rings is like such an understandable. It's fan. so much easier. Also, here's the thing thing, too: yeah. is that like the amount of effort you'd put into these things because your things would be like ongoing. But like, I like, dude, if if you got into Harry Potter, it would make me a casual fan compared to you because you would be like on like the interviews and shit. But for me, it just means like reading the books, enjoying the books, yeah. enjoying the content, enjoying Owning the a wand, probably. I own a fucking wand. Yeah, you have to. You got to. You know. You have to. Um, And just enjoying the whole like IP and what it has to offer. But then you always take it even further because then you're like, I want to know everything about this. I want to know everything about their freaking life. I want to know every interview. I want to know every word this person's spoken. I feel like sometimes. Yeah, like I know way too many fun facts about Logic. Are you still really into um, uh, F1 too? Uh. I, I watch, I actually keep up with the highlights, but I feel like it's the same with basketball. It's, I'm a very topical fan. Like I know, I know who's like doing good right now. And, but it's like, I don't know. Um, like, cause there's like formula two Dude, and formula three. Why don't you get a racing simulator? Oh, cause I'm not that into it. Like I can't just, that's so expensive. And it's like, I'm not into it. Would you F- ever want a racing Hell simulator no. though? Hell Dude, no. they're so sick, bro. Have you played one before? I have. Well, well not like in the actual chair. Actually, wait. One time I had, I had, um, one of my family friends, he owned an actual, like the chair with the freaking, and it was for Gran Turismo. I think that game, um, on Xbox. And that was sick. That's actually like probably one of the first times I realized I loved like racing. Okay. Loves a strong word. Like, I think liked racing, but I don't know. Like even with cars and all that stuff, like F1, like I'm such a casual fan. Like I know, like I don't know anything about Formula 2 or, like, the drivers that they're coming up with or, like, anything about, like, why the cars are as fast as they are, like, the like what courses are good, what courses are... So, yeah. Bro, I played a racing simulator in San Jose, so the frat house, they have this really nice racing simulator. Oh, you went where, up there? Yeah, yeah, yeah. To see... Oh, Nick. yeah, you didn't know? I went on a trip to San Jose, um, like, right before finals week. It was oh, like I didn't even quick, know that. It was a quick trip, just me and my mom... Uh, and we both just went to visit Nicholas, and uh, Eliza was there too, and uh, and yeah, we just went to San Jose, dude. His frat house is a fucking trip, bro. It literally is like picture the frat house from a movie, and that's it. It's that's crazy. It's exactly how I pictured it. Like just a crazy thirty people living there, like crazy. Frat how many house. people uh, live in his room? Well, his room, he has the nicest room in the entire frat. And so he was able to like work his way up to getting a super nice room. So he only has one other person and they have their like own rooms. And he actually Whoa, put, he has his own room. He, well, he has like his own room. Yeah. 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 He has his own room. And that's crazy. Yeah. yeah. Most of, most people are sharing rooms, but yeah, he has his own room. He's the VP of the frat. And so he kind of got like, uh, yeah. And dude, yeah, dude, Nicholas runs that bitch. I'm not even kidding. Like Nicholas he surprised me. Everyone knows him. Everyone loves him. He like he is like the nicest. To be fair, like I've always pictured him as like a frat guy though. Yeah, like no, ever since he was like in eighth grade, even like this guy's gonna be a frat dude. Yeah, like, just he's a to- he's a total frat guy now. They all call him Capral. Isn't that funny? And and they're like, 
dude and they were all so nice to me because when they like they, i would be there and they'd be like oh who's this guy like we don't know this guy you know you know what i mean and then nick would be like oh this is my brother tim and they'd be like kapral's brother no way yo kapral oh my god i didn't know you had a brother oh yo what's up like they were like so it's crazy dude. so that's, that's straight up a movie too. bro they t- all talk like that and yeah. nicholas talks like that like even more when he's there Nick already talked like a frat dude before he was even in a frat. Like he yeah. was, this guy was the dudes were like a freshman in high school, and he already talked like a frat dude. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, total frat guy. Yeah, so he he's living it up there, and he has he put his bed in his closet, and then he like made like the bedroom portion like a living room kind of. So there's like a couch there, and like a fridge, and like a huge ass TV and an Xbox, and it's it's decked out, and he has a freaking balcony. Like it's a shit. It's like the most like shitty balcony on like this like alley of like a in like downtown San Jose, and it's like this little fucking like rusted like wood thing that some like frat person put there like ten years ago. They built it when they were living in that room, you know. So it's like a piece of shit. This whole house is an absolute piece of shit. But for the piece of shit, he's got a good piece of it, you know. And uh, and it was so funny, dude, because. It was parents' night, so the first night it was oh, a wow. part. The first night was the last party of the year, and then the, the when I was there, and then the second day was parents' day, and so I went there for the party. And it's kind of funny because Nicholas is kind of like over the partying too. Like we really just kicked it in his room, but people were just coming in and out the whole time. It was still a party in there too, but um, yeah. So then we went. Uh, so then we, we kind of partied for a bit, and then uh, and then and then they were like, okay, we're gonna clean it up all day. You guys come in like the afternoon. Um, and so I was, uh, and I was just like studying for finals too. Like I had finals to study for, so I was just like, so it was like no problem. So in the afternoon we get there, and uh, and <laughs> they basically turned a piece of shit house into like a slightly more organized piece of shit house. Like basically what they did is there was picture frames of like all the past years everywhere on like the floor. They hung them up again. They had a whole bunch of blocked entrances, and they like unblocked the entrances. But, bro, they all were like, dude, can you believe how nice and clean the house is today? Like, it's never looked like, doesn't it look so great? Like, oh, my gosh, the house looks so great. I was like, this house looks like a fucking disaster still. You know what I mean? I was like, and they all thought that the parents were going to, like, think, like, oh, wow, this is, like, a nice, nice frat house. I'm like, bro, all the parents are going to know instantly that this is a party frat house, you know? (laughs) They were trying to, like, yeah. What was I saying about this stuff? I wasn't even gonna. I was saying I had some point about it um, in the beginning. Well, we're talking about like series, and then um, I think I just offhand mentioned that I went to San Jose, and I was talking about something else. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Um, I don't know. Yeah, somehow we made it to San Jose because I never told you about San Jose. So yeah, yeah, yeah. No. Actually, while you're talking to you, though, I did think like in terms of series, I've realized it's it's definitely like in the in more recent years, it's like artists, mm. which I think you'd agree with. Like instead of book series or movie installments, it's albums. So like with like NF, it's like oh man, like therapy session and perception, and then like yeah, the search and like whoa, like this is crazy like and then going to this, their concerts and, and then yeah, like going to concerts, watching the interviews, like yeah, that's definitely your world, yeah, yeah, it's like a world because I mean in NF and Logic's case, they actually like built a world. Like in Logic's, he like totally built a world. He had like the whole like Thomas and Kai's Ultra eighty five storyline, and NF, it's like the whole mansion storyline, like all the different characters in it. So. Like there are worlds, but just auditory. 
and it inspired me to build like my own world with my own music so that was kind of like my own like world building experience was like with my own music which i'm still not done with because i have my four album storyline so i'm still building it like it still has to happen but i wish honestly like star wars and stuff is like a way cooler world though to like say it's very you know casual like, to get into it too you should just read the harry potter was, books man they're great yeah i mean i read narnia and percy jackson like i knew i percy jackson was super into that world Percy jackson and narnia though they're great reads i love the books but there's something about the harry potter Mm -hmm. series that is like it's different harry potter and lord of the rings though are the two um book series i feel like that really create immersive worlds because they had such great movie that went along with it like that's where narnia and percy jackson failed they had like one good narnia had one good movie Percy Jackson at zero. Um, and you had like Harry Potter and Lord Rings, like yeah, stellar movies. That Are you were a fan like, of the Harry Potter movies? Have you seen them? Nope. I read Lord of the Rings and watched the movies though. So Bro, Lord of the Rings, I kind of have some stake in. But how have you not watched the Harry Potter movies? So that's disappointing. Because I have this philosophy that I can't uh, watch the movie if I don't read the book. That's how I am, which normally it's actually very doable because I read almost all the books. So it's like usually fine. But in Harry Potter's case, it was like, I'm not going to watch that because I might read it one day. So the great part about Harry Potter, too, is that it's like it's like one of those things. I feel like you got you got to get into that series where like you watch a movie and you point at something and you're like, oh, what's that? And it's like this like super like niche thing that has its own explanation. That's like, you know, you know, you should watch. You watch the Fantastic Beast movies. There's no books around. that. I have. Oh, so you have watched that. Mm-hmm. Those suck compared to the Harry Potter ones. Yeah, but. and I thought it was already not bad. That yeah, was like, and that oh. world building, and that, that world building's good, even even though it's only in the Fantastic. Yeah, it's like I, obviously I didn't know who Dumbledore was. I was like, oh, who's this Dumbledore guy? I don't know, but yeah, he ages very poorly because apparently, like that old dude with the beard in the Harry Potter series and the one in the Fantastic Beasts, they're only like a twenty year difference. Yo, what? <laughs> That's just like a discrepancy, though. You know? Yeah, I only remember two characters in Harry Potter because I only read the first book, like the first four chapters, and it's like Harry Potter and then like Hagrid, I think. Hagrid's and then the owl and that's like all that's like all i got to it was like okay and i knew he like he lived in like under his staircase or something when he was little and he has a random star harry potter (sighs) i know i'm missing out read it i know i'm missing out i'm gonna fucking hold the wand to your throat until you read it yeah yeah i know yeah harry potter is don't get me wrong i got a lot of respect i got a lot of respect like i know like for a book that like you read like several times through yeah like it's got to be good like i've read it several it's times. gotta be good and the movies like dude like i remember when i i remember like going to the movie theater obviously because they were coming out while we were growing up and the last one came out it was like part two of the last movie and I, I saw remember, the midnight release of that dude was, everyone I was, was dressed up like crazy a for that i remember yeah. like i obviously had no clue anything about harry potter but the way like that movie came out and the way like people were mobbing the theater for it. Cinema city too. rip rest in peace. Oh man. Yeah. Rest in peace. It's a Tesla dealership now. Are you serious? Yeah. Wait, like already? No. Okay. Yeah. It just got like, it's starting to get torn down. We were there just like the other day and, uh, and the inside is already getting like torn down. Wait, but that kind of sucks though, because you have all those great restaurants around it. So it's not going to mesh. They're all going to die. (laughs) A lot of them are going to die. Well, probably if there's no movie theater, that that really sucks though man like how do you like you eat and then you go oh let's go tesla dealership and then let's eat after like what the heck yeah there's nothing to do now there's nothing to do 
That was the only thing uh, to do in that center. They couldn't have at least made it like a store. They should have made it like a store. Like that would make it like better. Like if it's a thing. You could have made it like a mini mall. Y- yeah, or like um, you know, I would have said Target, but like or like Walmart or something, and then you would have had like a great situation there. But man, that sucks. That's yeah, Tesla dealership, man. Yeah, I know. Weird, right? Super That's super weird. weird. I don't know why they would need all that space for a Tesla dealership too. It's like a lot of space. And also usually auto dealerships are, oh, okay. Actually it makes sense. Cause I'd say they're usually next to other auto dealerships. Well, Tesla doesn't even really like, it's not, I don't even know if it's really a dealership. It might just be like a showcase room slash inventory place because they don't even, they don't even do like dealership. Their price is all the same. There's no, you know what I mean? You just go in there and you just, it'd be the same as buying it online. Why is it like that, by the way? Do you know like it's the reason? epic, bro, because Tesla it Oh, no, uh, not, sells- not, not Tesla, but why do dealerships charge different prices? And why do you like, why is there a negotiation process? Like why? Well, because before why is it not Tesla, one rate, before Tesla know? and everything, uh, and, and before like these companies that sell directly to consumers, uh, that kind of was just like the status quo. That's just how you sold cars in the United States was you went to a dealership and uh, the dealer has their cut and the price is kind of all up in question. You don't really know what it is. And and the dealership makes more money in that uh, no non-knowledge of the pricing, you know, and so and the ignorance of their clientele. Like the Honda dealership tried charging me an extra five grand for my car. I honestly probably am never going to go to a dealership again. Fuck them. I, I hate it, you know, and a lot of people hate it. There's really no reason for it. Cut out the middleman, you know. So basically they buy all the cars from Toyota. Well, Toyota then, would be oh, like, what is it? Toyota will be like, we don't sell to consumers at all. You know what I mean? So you didn't even need to buy the cars. The only way to buy a Toyota is through a Toyota dealership or used. But that Toyota eventually was bought or at one point was bought from a dealer. My Every Honda was bought from a dealer. Yeah. But I guess what, but isn't that like direct to consumer in a way because it's Toyota who owns the dealership? So it's like I don't think they do. I don't know if oh, they. Wow. I don't Toyota know. Doesn't... I don't know how the relationship oh, is okay. for each one. Yeah. But I think it's like a franchising kind of thing. Oh wow! Know? I don't think it's. That's true. That's why it. they have like the Russell Westbrook Hyundai. Like Russell Westbrook owns the Hyundai dealership. Yeah. But he buys. So at one point, Russell Westbrook buys like all the Hyundais on the lot, and then they they make their profit by upcharging basically well i think that i think that yeah i think the dealership is just like a franchise and then the they, they get their prices like msrp from like the the company and they throw on their their shit you know and they they just sell it that's so as much crazy as why i don't know why that how that ever even started that's so insane like if i was toyota i'd just set up my own toyota store and then sell it like what Tesla does. Like, I don't know why that was never the norm. Why that, I don't know what happened there. I think it's just a lot harder to do that. Right. Because I think that people, I think people when purchasing a car, like most people want to go and they want to try out the car. They want to see the features in person. They want to drive it. They want to test drive it. You know what I mean? And that's really expensive. So I feel like, uh, as a car manufacturer, they probably are like, Oh, we don't even, why, why would we deal with all that bullshit? Let's just give it to someone else. Let's just outsource that and they could deal with it. You know what I mean? That yeah. whole process, storing the cars, you know, uh, having to teach them about the cars. Yeah. So yeah, it's mm. probably just to avoid that process. But yeah, Tesla, they that's the way to do it. And now online, you could just like order it, you know, so it's a little different now too. So, um, 
but yeah, that's that's the way it should be. Everyone should be like Tesla. You're right in that regard. With but like Rivian's direct to consumer, right? Like a lot of these companies are starting to do it. So especially the newer ones. Um, Dang. Yeah. Yeah. No more dealerships, dude. Yeah. Fuck the dealerships, dude. I hate them. I hate them, man. Like my Honda, dude. They were trying to screw me. So they so they tried. Like, was this recent or no? This is oh like, when you first bought like, it. No, 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 no. This was when I was doing my loans. So basically, um. I, the lease was a great deal, actually, looking back on it, too. The lease, we got a, my dad did that. He got a good deal. And then I actually, my we, I went with my dad for him to buy a car, and then I was going to do it separately because he needed a car. And I was like, I want that deal, too, because I was like, oh, that seems like a good deal. Um, and so then I got the lease. And then the lease expired like a year and a half ago, and I had a lease buyout. And it was in my dad's name before, too. You know, like, not in my dad's name. was co- co-leased. Obviously, I was 18 at the time. I had no, you know, credit. And uh, so it was uh, through my dad co-signed it. And then, uh, but now that I have some credit built up, I got the loan on my own to to do that. Or I was going to, so I went into a Honda dealership to, to get that sorted out for the lease. And I had just taken a finance class. Um, and I had learned how to do like the financial calculator and everything and learn about like loans and like principal and interest and everything. And they're so nefarious at the dealership because you sit down there and I'm like, I want to get a loan. This is during COVID too. They have like no cars on their lot. Like, so I think that's why I think they normally wouldn't scam someone in my position, just trying to get a loan and buy out my lease. Like it probably wouldn't, but they had nothing, you know, this, this guy probably only had me as like an option to do that. And so he comes out and he's like, okay, here's like your loan. And all it is, is just like a piece of paper with like a whole bunch of boxes on it. And it's just like the loan terms, like how many years you want versus how much money you're going to put down and just the monthly payment. It doesn't show the principal on there at all. It just shows the loan term and then it shows the um, the monthly, the down payment and then the monthly payment. You know what I mean? If that makes sense. Yeah. Um, oh, that's interesting. So they're hiding the ball a little bit. They're though. hiding the ball, bro. It's fucked up. And so what I do is, as I say, hey, do you mind if I like kind of like check the numbers here? And the guy says, sure. And I go into my backpack and I pull out my financial calculator. And so I input all the numbers and it turns out the the principal was 14,000 that's left on my lease. And the monthly payments, what it added up to for every single case, right? Cause it's all the same math there. And uh, what it added up to was 19,000. And so I was like, where's this extra 5,000 coming from? He wasn't gonna tell me shit. He just wanted me to say yes. At that moment, he was trying to get me to say yes then. I was like, thought I could scam you. Where's these extra five thousand, dude? He was gonna give me five thousand. One of them was a warranty for the buttons in the car. That was twenty five hundred dollars. Jeez. There's not twenty five. There's not a hundred dollars of buttons in the car. Do you know what I mean? And it was like the screen. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's fuck like, you. Yeah. And and I told the guy, and he was like, oh, it's for the screen. And I was like, why would I want? Why why would I pay twenty five hundred dollars for the screen? It's like, oh, so you get the screen plays. I was like, if the screen's broken, I can spend two hundred bucks and put an iPad in there. You know what I mean? I was yeah. like, what are you talking about? And then the other 2,500 was for a security system. I think that I don't even know what the fuck that was. You know what I mean? So I was like, so then basically I was like, take that off of this and maybe I'll consider it. And then the guy comes back and I pretty much just like walked out on him. I was just like, fuck you and fuck this dealership. <laughs> and then I just got the, I got the loan through USAA, which was a fuck. It took like three months. Cause they were like, just a t- transfer the title and Honda made it a pain in the ass. And yeah, I hate Jeez. them. Yeah, no. These, what a terrible experience, bro! And they literally prey on innocence and like naive people, like people who don't. Yeah, know. like if you didn't 
crunch the numbers in front of him, you would have just done, oh, okay, I could afford that monthly payment. They, right. they tried, dude, bro. I, I, it's like, it's like an ick for me when people talk in like monthly payments because it's like, you should never, whenever you're thinking about something and you're thinking like, oh, I can afford that monthly payment. Fuck that. Don't ever think like that. That's my advice. Whenever you think of a monthly payment, do not think like that ever. Just look at the total amount, you know? Because why the fuck? It doesn't matter what the monthly payment is. You know, you could make still a paying the same amount. I could, okay, I could pay freaking 100 bucks a month for 100 years, you know what I mean? And it's still, you know, $100,000 or whatever, you know? It's, so just look at the interest rate and look at the total amount. Like, who cares about the monthly payment? And the guy literally gave me a paper full of monthly payments. Like, that's so, like predatory predatory yeah and they prey on women a lot at dealerships because they assume they don't know a lot about cars which is you know probably more likely in some cases and so they try to scam them and i'm sure you know yeah it's like man 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 that's tough i know i feel like i i don't know much about like cars and stuff like that but one thing i do know is that if i ever went to a car dealership which hopefully i never have to either um i would bring someone who's like very who's done this before because i i know if i just went on my own with where i'm at right now yeah i'm gonna walk out with a bad deal like i just know like because i never negotiated with a dealership i I don't that was my only experience i had was negotiating them not to scam me on a loan like yeah like how fucking low like it like it almost makes sense to scam people on a car because they're just marking up a car you know but to scam someone on a loan they just were trying to scam me on a loan. I was just there to get a loan yeah. from them. And they were, and I they're mean? just they just had the button stuff so that they don't get like sued or something. It's like they could at least say it was for something, but Yeah. Yeah, it's it's that's crazy, yeah. Cause I the only thing I know about dealerships like from growing up and like was like we would enter a dealership at like eleven AM. We wouldn't leave <laughs> yeah. till like seven, eight PM at night because yeah. my parents are going back and forth about this deal. And yeah, fuck that, dude. To just me, buy it directly. To me, like that was when I learned, like, yeah, these people, and I, I know it's like my mom would always tell me, like, never trust a car salesman, like, and I'm like, okay, so then I'm actually kind of glad, like, with where we're growing up now, like, we have this just direct to consumer model because it's like you feel a lot like safer because at least you know the number, yeah, you know, you just know the number, and we have the internet, so we can, yeah, we have look the internet at too, the yeah. prices yeah. and see how much it's selling for, you know, and kind of get a grasp. In my case, I have you, so I can just ask financial calculator, please. <laughs> yeah. So, which is, is now you can just ask GPT four, bro. You could just ask it. You could say the principal. It's, I probably will just do that next time too. I don't even need the calculator anymore. I could yeah. just say the principal is this. It will know faster than I could do the math, you know? So yeah, that wasn't an option a year and a half ago, but yeah, that's uh, yeah, that, yeah, I haven't had to negotiate with them, thank God. It was just my dad. That sounds that. terrible. Yeah, can you imagine having to negotiate with those people too and they have all the information and you're kind of in the dark just being like, and they're like, oh, I can give you a slightly better deal. Oh, I can give you a slightly better deal. Like, I don't even want to get in that conversation, man. I'm in sales and I fucking hate that. I would never be a car salesman. That's That sucks. That's like the, yeah. that's like the worst ever. Like the sales that I'm in, it's like, it's so much more like, oh, you need something. Let me give you a quote for that. You know what I mean? Not like, and it's yeah. like, this is our price. You know what I mean? Like, oh, maybe we could do a little wiggle room, but it's not like we're like trying to like mark everything up crazy, you know? And you're also like, they know exactly what they're buying. Yeah. In cars, it's like, what are you buying? You know, it's like, and then it's not like there's five versions of Digicom 
you know what I'm saying, that you're competing with too. So it's like, that's another thing, like cars, like, oh, well, this dealership is offering me the same car for this much. And well, what can you do about it? And you're like, well, I think we could go down here. And then, oh man, like all the, the onus of all the burden of it is all on the consumer. Like I have to do all the work to figure out the yeah. right price. And the dealer just gets to sit there and twiddle their thumbs and be like, well, okay, I can go a little lower than that. It's really, really weird. I and don't you know. never know their lowest number. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. And they run all those promotions too. So it's like, do they run the promotions and then you go in and you find out that the promotion is like not what you thought it was. It's like, Oh, the fine print said that it's only for like, yeah. Cause they always say terms and conditions apply. So, yeah. and it's never what it says. It's never what it says, dude. It's just to get you in the door. Yeah. And then they don't do. Cause I remember we went in for like a promotion and it was like, there's something weird about it. I don't remember what it was, but it was not the promotion that we thought it was. It was not that, you know, like and it was very clearly like advertised. Oh, this much. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. I could see that. That sucks. We're not doing that, but I'm hoping to still squeeze have you out seen a, a new Prius. I have, it looks really nice, Yeah, but it's a solar roof. Really? And it can apparently get like two to four miles a day in solar charge yeah it's not really significant but i know yeah it's kind of cool yeah i i I think it's cool but like yeah i have my eyes set on like hopefully getting a model three yeah no same with it's not not on the model three level at all well because it's just the model three is actually like affordable now yeah it is it is and in turn economically it makes more sense with like how much you save from like gas and like everything we just talked about you don't have to go through and then I think a big one's like the maintenance of a car. Holy crap. Like when you've got like an oil engine, like there's so much like maintenance that like uh, up to this point, up to like electric cars, I think it's something that we just took for granted because it's like, well, that's just part Does of Does electric cars not have that maintenance? I thought they had the same maintenance. According to my dad, I don't know. I'll have to read into it. Cause I, I thought you, you might know too. But I like, don't know. I thought that they had the same maintenance. I didn't know that it was easier to maintain. According to my dad, it's, it's easier. Like there's... Yeah, you spend less on because there's like certain parts in like um that aren't in oiled vehicles. Right. That, so it's like you you don't have to maintain certain parts. Like there's no more like for instance like uh like an oil change or whatever. Yeah. And stuff like that. So yeah, that makes sense. I guess I didn't think about that. Too. Yeah. That's so cool. it's like so to me like that headache is gone. So my plan is is if the price stays the same with the tax credit and everything which it probably won't is to like pay down my car in like the next year, like just get rid of the loan and then, um, sell it. And then it'll only be like two grand more. And I buy a Tesla, bada bing, bada bang, bada bing, bada bang, bada bing, bada bang, Tesla. Yeah. Yeah. You'll probably beat me to that. I, I think it's going to take me a while. I really want to squeeze if out. It's only this- two grand more. Why the hell would I not buy a Tesla? You know yeah. what I mean? Like I should just get a Tesla. Yeah. Like and you've, and you, more. you like deserve it. You've been like eyeing that car since like, I have an eye in the Tesla's. Dude, how I don't like years ago, you've been like talking about this Tesla. So yeah, the Tesla's I'm excited for you. I didn't think they were going to lower this one that much. I thought they were going to make another one. Maybe I'll get the Cybertruck. Oh, that'd be crazy. The, the only thing about the Cybertruck is that it's fucking massive. I, I don't think I'd want a car that big, but yeah, I think it's cool, dude. It's supposed to come out like end of this year. It's supposed to start coming out, but they've been saying that for years now, right? So yeah, well now like they got Rivian so to compete with. So they really got the Rivian little... is nice, dude. Yeah, the Rivian's nice. The Rivian's a nice truck, but the Cybertruck is a fucking 
in the future. That thing is in the future. Even now, even though it was released four years ago, you know that that thing is like uh, it looks like it looks like an alien. Yeah, yeah. That thing will turn heads. I agree. I can't wait till I see it on the road. I'm gonna record it like it's a fucking president it's like driving a, it's by. It's like a tank. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna rec- I'm gonna treat it like it's the president driving by. I'm just gonna follow it. I'm just gonna be like, oh my god. I still remember when we were like when the first Tesla I saw on the road. I was like, whoa, that thing is different. And it just was like now it's yeah. like normal. Now it's like a meme. Well, we also live in the most like Tesla area. Tesla area like yeah. in the world is like SoCal like. I guess like in places like Missouri or something like it's still a little weird to see a Tesla, but in SoCal it's like like seeing a Toyota. It's like insane, which I don't mind. Like you know, I'm actually kind of glad because then it means there's a billion supercharger places here. But yeah, yeah, it's nice. I think it's nice. California is like, I think they're going on the right route car car wise. You know, everyone's gonna go electric and like uh, soon. So yeah, yeah, I'm That's cool. I, yeah, I'm. I, my plan is to squeeze like as much as I can out of this Prius, though. Like, I really want to drive this thing to the ground. Like, Dude, that was my plan with my car until I realized it was two grand different. I was like, "What the fuck yeah. am I doing?" Yeah, you know. I was yeah. like, "Yeah." Well, yeah. In, in my situation, it's like way like I'm, I'm driving a 2011 like Prius. So, how much is your car worth? Shoot, I have no clue. Definitely not close to 30 grand. That's for sure. Like, you know. Yeah. Um, but yeah, and it's also got 158k miles on it, so it's 2011. Oh my god! 158k. Yeah. So yeah. Holy crap! Who yeah. drove it before you? My aunt. How much did she drive? She drove around, I think, seven. Well, she she goes to church in Arcadia, and goes there like twice a week. Oh, and wow. her work is in like Rolling Heights. Jesus. And she lives in Whittier. 148,000 so. miles in in nine. Or I guess no, it's no, a no, lot no, no. Well, well, I've owned the car since 2020. So. So it's nine years. She put on 100,000 plus. Well, it's at 158 now. That's including oh, my 158. driving. 158 now. Including and ha- what and I you drove. had it since 2020. I've had it since 2020. You probably didn't drive that much during COVID, too. No. So you probably put on, I put on 30,000 miles since I got my car mm-hmm. in 2019. You probably put on like f- maybe 40,000. 40, so you, your aunt drove like, is that a lot? 120,000 miles in nine years? I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It sounds like a lot, but maybe not. It's a great car. I really like it. Um, in, it, it gets me from point A, point B, you know? Yeah. And so like... I really, really want to drive it to the ground. Like if it, if it's still going strong in three years, like no, no need to change it out, you know, just keep going. But once I have to change it out, I really do want to get the model three. Like, yeah, yeah. but yeah, we'll see though. Car to do. I mean, I mean, yeah, honestly, the car is just like the Tesla thing is just like a want, you know, it's not really like a, in France, they treat their cars apparently like just like they don't even care about their cars. Oh really? Like when they park, apparently, like if they need room, like they'll like hit the other cars, like you know what I mean? Like they'll bump the other cars just to like make room, and they huh. just like they like treat like their cars like just point A to point B, like they don't care about their cars, which I honestly respect. That's cool. But Although, in America, it's like a status symbol, you know? Oh, it one hundred percent. And you and we have to like learn how to not treat it like that if you want to manage your money right, because. Yeah, the minute you start trying to do a status symbol thing, you're like... Dude, I feel like a Model 3 is like a status symbol and it's cheap now. That's like cool, you know? I like it too. Like beyond status symbol, like for me, it's the 
all the like practical the tech. The I like tech. the tech. The tech and um all the money you save from having it. Like it's like a really good yeah. like like for me it's saver. the tech. I just love the tech in it. Yeah. That's that's me. I'm like I I, I just want to feel like I'm fucking like Tony, Tony Stark. Stark. Yeah. And that te- card makes you feel like you're Tony Stark, right? So Yeah. I almost feel like um, you know, I have like my like delayed gratification kind of thing. So like when my dad was driving in, he was like trying to read everything. I was like almost like tuning him out. Like I was like, I'll, I'll wait till I like, if I ever got to own this car, then you like, because like, it's a fun process to go through that. It like, is. It I is. Love going it is. That. Like, yeah. like the guy, I was a Tesla dealership and then the guy was like, oh, like, um, you could like drive the car if you, if he sends you his link or whatever to like drive it right. Like on the Tesla app. Cause it's your phone's the key. So he's like, so you download Tesla app, make an account. And I'm like, eh, it's okay. I don't got to do that. You know, like I was like, I'll, I'll, I'll wait. Like I don't want to create my Tesla account until it's my freaking Tesla. You don't want to spoil it. Hell no. Nah. Yeah. That's part of the experience. That's like unboxing. Like, Dude, what I like, would do yeah, if I was your dad is I would have a timer every day set up where it was like 30 minutes before work or 20 minutes before I leave for work, I'd have it start my car and go to the perfect temperature and start my music. Dude, I mean... Uh, for me it's gonna be an even bigger jump than you because you have a nice car already and like you i remember when you got your car and you're showing me how you could start it early and it was like i can't so, start from an app though i know the app the automated but your car was cool dude like and i remember like like me i've been driving like beaters beaters dude my whole life yeah, so i'm like beaters, i am like waiting for my first like new car it was gonna be the 86 but now i'm getting married um you know, Sophia wasn't like a super big fan of the 86 because not really great for kids. It's like a two and it's a MP. Miles you guys are already gone. thinking about kids like for your cars. Like when is kids well, happening? Because if we will be me and her agree, like believe in driving our cars like for a long time. So you own a car. That's like you're hoping to drive that thing for at least seven years, you know, at least. And kids are in seven years. Maybe, man, might be in the cards, dude. So seven years from now, you'll be like almost 30. Yeah. So yeah, we might have kids by then. And I you're guess. planning on having kids pre-30? Uh, Might happen. Yeah. I think it depends on like a lot of things, obviously, but it's like we're very, we're like open to it. Yeah. Like we've talked about it. Yeah. Cause she doesn't want to be an old parent. You know, she doesn't want to be like 80. I mean, not like you'd be 80 but parent, but she doesn't want to be old. Like being a Yeah. Parent. A lot of people are like that too. Yeah. yeah. So, but it depends on a lot of things because there's a lot of things that gotta go right if we want to like make that investment like kids are but anyway basically she said like hey like cars are already a depreciating asset as it is you're gonna get this 86 it's like 20 miles per gallon it's two-door coupe yeah like i know you've been dreaming about this car forever but like you gotta really think about our future because we're getting married and i was like ah uh, yeah so but this would be the time to drive around the 86 too, because here's the thing. Exactly. Also, exactly. Is that like yeah. the, uh, the next opportunity you'll have to drive an 86 is like, if it's like just it's a I'm, fun car in your when driveway. I'm old, basically when I'm, when I'm retired, basically. And that will yeah. be a retro car by then. That'll be like, uh, Oh, a, I don't The 86 is a sick car. They make the new one, the new 86 it electric. Uh, they haven't said anything. Toyota just unveiled their first electric car and apparently it sucks. Oh. <laughs> like really sucks. So, Toyota's got a way to go. They're kind of like Apple where they're like behind the curve with this electric stuff. Apple's making a car too, right? They are. Yeah. But I don't know when that's coming out. Yeah. I don't know why they're making a car too. That seems like a dumb thing. I've never liked that idea from them. It might not even happen. 
you know i think it's happening i think it's like oh really yeah i mean it's definitely the most like behind the scenes hype thing besides the vr but i was never interested because i was like what are they going to do to like reinvent the car you know what i mean like they're not going to be able to do anything that cool you know yeah so. the best thing they contributed was carplay yeah that's cool. carplay is great good job you know yeah you have to build a whole fucking car <laughs> i know yeah, but yeah, no 86, so... But then she was very okay with the Model 3, especially, like, now the price is, like, a lot better, so... Dude, but that tax credit might not be there forever. Dude, I know. Well, that's kind of just where we just... I don't know, we just see what happens. Because yeah. it's really the tax credit that makes it so good. I know, I agree. I, yeah. I don't want to go to another electric car. No, yeah, yeah definitely now's the time to buy if you... I mean, for you, it that's... I know. You're in a position where you can... I'm not yet. I don't want to buy until I have this loan paid off. You know. I'm oh yeah. Gonna, well, obviously. Yeah. You're close to the. You're closer than I am to the position. Yeah, I definitely can't afford that right now. Or even, I don't think I could even afford it in like the next two years, three years. It's gonna be at least three years before I can even think about getting a new car. In my honest opinion. I mean, me too. Unless it's like this, like trade off of the same price. So, we'll yeah. see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Yeah, pretty chill episode. Yeah, pretty um, chill ones. Well, we're back in the groove though. Back in the groove. So hopefully there's more coming out coming soon. Um, and uh, yeah, and so now we're we got a little in the bank now. Yeah, so that's good. Um, but yeah, we're just enjoying our summer, just having a nice chill summer so far, right? Yeah. So yeah. Anything right. else? Any last thoughts? <laughs>